Okay, kids, let's go. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in, women. Gotta respect them. Androids. <laughs> Actually, there's a lot of droids out there. No, we, we, don't, really we, don't, like. we don't serve their kind here, so. We don't not serve not them. Bad. You know how. Actually, there's some crazy shit built into that. We don't serve your kind here. Yeah. And then, like, when we look at L3, she's, like, liberating. Maybe Wooher ran into L3 at some point in his life, and that's why he's prejudiced against droids now. <laughs> Maybe L3 is the one, the reason why people aren't, or droids aren't allowed in bars. She you starts know, fucking you, rebellions. You know, actually, I think, uh, I think I saw Greedo post a video about Wooher. It was, like, Wooher, a Star Wars story. The, the bartender at the cantina. And he was like, something crazy happened back in his life with uh, with droids, and that's why he hates them, and he doesn't serve them in his cantina. That's so. hilarious. <laughs> Another one of those things that somebody saw in the movie and then made up a backstory for, so, yeah. That's how Star Wars is. Can you say that again? I don't want to say anything again. Try it. <laughs> uh, I am Mopar. I am Commander Cody, currently <laughs> sitting... Guys. Where you at? <laughs> Currently sitting at a, a bar called Father's Knows Best, Father Knows Best in Brooklyn. And you can probably hear that it's not our normal background music. It's some random background music that's playing. Uh, yeah. And we're doing this thing and I'm just sitting at a bar having some beers. Don't listen to it too too much because we'll have to pay royalties that's, to some that's DJ. True. Let's not take a, too many <laughs> awkward pauses because then they'll, they'll hear the pick up the music and then we'll get yanked off of here. Oh, man. It was a uh, beautiful weekend. Couldn't yeah. ask for better here. Yeah. I know you were you were mentioning it was nice up in New York. Yeah, so we had a, a wedding to go to. My wife's best friend from high school um, and was in the Catskills. So I, I don't think it's technically upstate New York. I kept calling it upstate New York because I'm ignorant. Um, but it was hard to get to, very secluded, like an old school inn, right like in a valley, like right between the mountains. Uh, it was very nice. And then we decided once that was done, we we're going to come into the city for a few days and hang out, see some people, see some fellow podcasters. So here we are. Yeah. I literally was just there this week. So I know we've um, missed each other barely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I enjoy New York, but I like to get out of there. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not a place I can necessarily live, but, and I think I talked about this many, many episodes ago. The first, very first time I came here is like, it's fun to visit, but. You know, I'm too big for this city, and uh, I don't stay too long when I do come. It's overwhelming at first. Like, if, if you've never been there, I would highly recommend going and just seeing. You got to do all the touristy shit. Yeah. But uh, man, once you get that over with, and then you like standing there at Times Square, and you're like, "Who the fuck are all these people? And why are they taking <laughs> pictures? And I can't walk anywhere. I like, get out of my way." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went to Times Square once, and that was it. That's plenty. So. Yeah. Um, no, I stayed with uh, Tommy Boy uh, last week, nice. and it was good. He was he was uh, staying in downtown Manhattan. Very cool. Um, yeah, it was a good spot. He was, I'm just going to guess, a quarter mile from uh, uh, Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, it was it was a good time. Perfect weather. It was nice. Yeah. But the rain, the the drive out, dude. It's about a nine nine and a half hour drive. Yep. And it rained the entire fucking way. That's I was worst. about to just. Also, you've done that drive like seventy seven times, right? Because don't you pass through where you used to live in PA? Yeah, there's a couple ways you can you can go north, but yeah, I usually take seventy six, and then it, it juts up uh, through North Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, it can be a trek. I'm not looking forward to that drive home. Uh, the drive here wasn't bad because we went north, so yeah. up towards Erie and then through like the mountains in the part, part of New York. And it was, I've never driven there. It was really, really nice. So the drive wasn't that bad. But yeah, going back home is going to suck. Yeah, I, uh, I finished up work late Thursday and I said, fuck it. I, I want to get a couple hours into the drive. I, first of all, I want to get out of the city. Yeah. Because if you don't do it, you're going to be stuck there and Dude. it's going to add another hour and a half to your drive. Yeah. So I drove at least, I got to uh, the PA border just inside of PA. Nice. And it uh, definitely cut it up quite a bit. But <laughs> nice. uh, I'm going to, I'm going to drink about it. Yeah. What are you doing over there? about it? So I have a, uh, I've tried a few beers since I've been here. Uh, first of all, the, the inn we were at had something from Catskill, um, Catskill Brewing, which was pretty cool uh, that there's a brewery up there. Um, had a few beers by them while we were at the wedding. Right You're saying now, cat, cat scan? Catskill. Cat's Gale. Catskill. Catskill Mountains. You oh, I've never bastards. heard of those. Are you serious? Catskill? Yeah. Huh. I thought it was like a famous spot, like up, uh, like two hours out of the city up north. Interesting. Yeah, I've never I thought heard that of was like a famous spot. I keep talking about it like everybody knows it. Uh, but no, Catskill Brewing. I had a few beers by them at the, at the wedding. And then now this is from Five Burrows. Uh, it's just an IPA. It's literally just called the Five Burrows IPA. Yep. Yeah, I was... Uh, I, tr- I tried a couple different... Uh, I've been jumping... I'm trying to talk here. I know. Jesus. I know. I'm waiting for uh, you. <laughs> uh, so last week when, when I was with Tommy Boy, we went out and I tried to have some local stuff. And I've just been on the Pilsner Lager train. Yeah. Um, the IPAs, are, they're starting to get old. Um, it's but probably because it's that the, time the of go-tos. the year, too, for you. Yeah, true, and I'm not a huge Oktoberfest fan. I mean, I'll drink them, but uh, so I'm kind of just leaning back on the Pilsners and uh, the lagers. So I, that's what I did. Nice. Um, so I've got Rock Mill Brewing Brewery, uh, which is in Lancaster, Ohio. I had never heard of them. Oh, it's in Ohio. Damn. Yeah, Rock Mill Brewery. It's in Lancaster, Ohio, which is roughly about 45 minutes outside of Columbus. Yeah. Um, it's a Belgian-inspired lager, huh. but it's a Pilsner. That's cool. Yeah, I did. I, I saw that and I thought, isn't there like a Rock Mill, Pennsylvania or something like that? Anyways. I don't know. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed that I didn't even think about grabbing a New York beer and bringing it back. You know what I did bring back is fucking cookies. <laughs> there's a, so not uh, bagels, not lots, there's a, not pizza. There's like a, a famous cookie place in Manhattan. And uh, Tommy Boy, we were on our way back. We had a few beers. With Mr. Sean Richards, shout out. We got, yeah. I got to meet one of the patrons. Hell yeah. Um, but on the way back, we're, we're just like, uh, do we want to head back or grab something? And Tommy Boy's like, uh, fucking cookies. Let's make it happen. Cookies? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so it was, uh, they had every cookie you could ever think of. Everything from like a red velvet cake to a maple bacon cookie. To Wait, a red velvet cake cookie? Yeah. Damn, that sounds like my dream. Yep, and then they had a, a cookie dough cookie where it was a regular like chocolate chip cookie, but then it had like a cookie dough glaze on the top of it. Fucking Holy shit! What, what's the name of this place? I'm gonna have to check check this out. Um, sm- it, 
Text me. I was trying to think of it. Yeah, I'll have to text you later. Smackaroos? Smackaroos? I think it was Smackaroos. Something along those lines. It, it's kind of a goofy name. A but, non-physical oh. name. Okay, I'll just look up cookie places and pick the one yeah, with the most in, ridiculous title. Yep, downtown Manhattan. <laughs> it's something along that, those lines, though. I think it's Smackaroos. Mm. Um, but, yeah, every cookie you could ever imagine. They had, like, a corn cookie, like a buttery corn cookie. Dear God, it was all good. It was all delicious. Oh, like cornbread style? That sounds good. Yeah, yep. I'm trying to think of the other ones. Oh, mint chocolate chip or, um, I'm sorry, cookies and cream. But, nice. yeah, I, I'm a cookie fiend. I, I would rather <laughs> eat cookies all day over cake all day. Yeah, the only sweets I really get, get down with is uh, donuts. I have a very, 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 very weak spot for donuts. And then cookies, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, cheers. I'm going to be sipping on this Pilsner here. Cheers. I'm excited. I don't know what a Belgian-inspired lager Pilsner is. It's Ooh. a lot of words for... I think I had one of those recently. So, yeah. Cheers. No drinking cheers. today. Sorry. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty straightforward. Pretty simple. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting when we do beer reviews. Like, sometimes I, I take a sip and I'm like... This is everything I wanted from this style of beer. Nothing is, like, nothing's out of place. Nothing's wrong with it. There's nothing crazy about it. Uh, it's just exactly what it should be. And that's what this is yeah. right here. Um, this IPA, again, it's, it's the Five Burrows IPA. It has uh, whatever that hop profile is that has a little bit of, like, citrus and, like, spruce flavor. There's just a yeah. little bit in there. Simcoe. Um, yeah, a little bit of that, but otherwise, it's just, like, a well-rounded IPA. Like, all around, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, this is very straightforward, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's it, it's like a clear Miller Lite. It's a clear craft Miller Lite, which is, uh, and it's just got like a little bit of, I don't want to call it grain. Yeah. Or mash. It's, you kind of could taste like the mash. It's like they, they cooked it for a, an extra five minutes, and it kind of <laughs> cooked into the the liquid. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about, but that's what I'm going to go with. And that's how beer reviews usually go. That's the best thing about it. <laughs> um, it's not wowing me, though. No. Uh, but it, yeah, it's, it seems like a great go-to beer. It's hard to wow once you have like a photon or, you know, you hit your 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 top of the line. Like, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it's hard. Especially, I, I rolled the dice and had a... Uh, oh, have you been to 101 Beer Kitchen? Uh, yeah, a number of times, yeah. It's pretty that's good. fucking delicious. Yes. I had never realized. I didn't know they were a scratch kitchen where they, like, make all of their bread. They make all, like, they don't. The guy even mentioned, like, awkwardly, he's like, I don't even think we have a freezer. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're not sure? You want me to go check for you? Like, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. they. I guess they, they make everything. That's awesome. From scratch. It's yeah. a scratch kitchen. No, I've been there multiple times because we used to, I think it opened up, like, when we, well, we were, we were still in New Albany, obviously, but it wasn't mm -hmm. there when we lived in Gahanna. But, um, but yeah, I've been to that one a few times. Good beer selection. And it's just, it's just nice when a place has, like, they take special care with the beers that they choose. And, like, it's on the menu and they describe the beer. It's not just like, well, we have local brews. Okay, that's cool, but I don't know what any of them are. Like, sometimes, yeah. like, they'll put on the menu the name of the beer, but it, you don't know if it's an IPA or whatever, and then you have to ask, and they don't know what it's called, and it's, it's a whole yep. thing. But they, they take pride. They actually know what they're talking about. Yep. And well, and what I was getting to was I was rolling the dice with uh, Pilsner or Kell because Always. that's actually the complete opposite of rolling the dice. That's, <laughs> that's, that's winning the game. That's just, <laughs> that's just straight winning. Um, yeah, that, that beer never gets old. I'm so happy we, we 
rolled the dice at one point on that. Yeah, so very I was, true. Uh, all, all thanks to our dude, Iker. Is that right? Yeah. That was when he was on that random time. It was like episode 24, 25, something like that. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, what's that? The oldest beer ever? Let's get that one. <laughs> We're just like, okay, cool. Yeah. Guests get to pick sometimes. Back in the day when we had guests over all the time. Back when we had a decent podcast. I get it. <laughs> um, so getting back to this beer, uh, it's definitely not a three. And just simply because it's not wowing me. Um, so I'm just going to do a, a very strong two. I'm not going to say the D word. <laughs> it's a straightforward tasting craft Miller Lite with a tad of... Uh, it's like a... Um, maybe it's malty. A little extra malt is what I was going for. So it's not delicious? It's not delectable? It's not delightful? It's delusional. It's it's <laughs> fucked. You're delusional. You're a dangus. <laughs> That's good. Um, I fucking honestly will want to say a three. Oh, really? I really want to go with my gut reaction. I know we had a streak of like ones and I know you gave one a zero in the past you know, few weeks, but I really do just want to go with my gut instinct and I had it and I was like, this is everything I wanted. It's not trying too hard. It's not trying to be fancy. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go three stars. See, I think you had your mind made up before you drank the beer. You're like, I'm going to give a three star tonight. No, and I don't give a fuck who's works. at the top. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you say don't when it already happened? <laughs> That's like throwaway line that shouldn't have been a joke. God, dude. It's just, I've tried to explain people like our sense of humor. I was like, I don't know if we're really funny. All we do is just quote quote stuff from <laughs> movies that we've seen. Yeah, <laughs> that's like it. All of our jokes are just quotes. Yeah, we don't have an original joke yet. <laughs> we just quote other funny people, and Pass I said other funny people. Uh, we just quote funny people. <laughs> as it was, as a, a, a drunkly. What? Oh man, yeah. So I'm definitely rocking three. Uh, the five bros IPA. Whoa, so you're gonna have to re-speak that. You sounded week. like Terminator um, getting stabbed have by a Pikachu. Hello? <laughs> Who says I'm not a Terminator? Well, <laughs> confirmed on the Rogue Squadron podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're having some, uh, some sketchy Wi-Fi goodness right here in the city. Um, no, I was saying three stars for sure. And I was going to say uh, we do have no sponsors today on this episode, but I did get my next box from Utini. So you guys oh. can look forward to an unboxing. Um, I've gotten... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I think this is one where I got to pick exactly what I wanted. Like, there's not a new canon book this month, so then Corey at Utini lets you just choose one hardback or three paperbacks that you want to fill up your library. So that one's waiting for me back home, so I'm very excited to open that one. So you guys will be seeing that next episode. Nice. Speaking about buying new shit, uh, mm-hmm. I went out... When I was in New York City, I had some, some time, so I just... I always go to bookstores, and I can... Get some work done and or yeah. kind of look around and look at the call of the cool shit. So I was at a Barnes & Noble on Long Island and I bought uh, Bloodlines basically because of Jacob Weiss yelling at us and uh, he mentioned that it was <laughs> several times that it was a great book. So I'm excited to get into uh, a pre-story, a prequel to Episode 7, I think. I lost you there for a second. Sorry. <laughs> going to have to repeat that. Uh, Jacob Weiss told me to buy Bloodlines, so I bought Bloodlines. Boom. I saw that. I love it. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, and how was your venture through the Episode 7 audiobook going? I'm done with it. Um, nice. Yeah, I finished it up. So, <clears throat> all right, let's get into that. Let's that's do a good it. One. Let's do uh, it. Official, yeah, two out of three on the Rock Mill Brewery. I always want to say Rock Mill Brewing. 
but it's Rock Mill Brewery. Yeah, it's uh, funny how they throw those around. Some and some of them are like it could be Rock Mill Beer Company. Mm-hmm. You never know. Uh, but there is no name to this actual beer. It's just called Pilsner. That's good. And so that's so that's kind of weird. I like when they don't um, get yeah. too fancy with it, though. You know what I mean? It doesn't need yeah. a name and a poem and a sonnet on the back of the fucking can. There's going to be a, a Kerner Brewing. It's just uh, all the names are going to be standard IPA, standard Pilsner, standard drinkable. Roll the dice porter. Roll the qu- quarter mile <laughs> brewing. <laughs> we could go um, forever. And only like 30 people in the world that have our beer would know the jokes. Everyone else mm-hmm. would be like, what the fuck did you guys name his brewery for? <laughs> as, li- as long as we don't name it uh, who farted. Jesus. Yeah. Come on, guys. I'm sorry, and I'll, I'll I'll support local, but that was a bad decision. I try very hard to like pronounce the hoof, like H U H F, like hoof. Yeah, so I don't sound like a freaking dangus when I'm saying, "Oh yeah, hoof farted is over there on the side, yeah. <laughs> right next to the <laughs> shit stained brewery." That's uh, it's classic. classic All right, so I want to hear but more about this Force Awakens audiobook though. Um, all right. I've heard so it's I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with my overall rating. Uh, of the book. Do it. I'm going to give it like a six. Okay. Like a six, six out of 10. Um, I think a large part of it is when you're doing a novelization of a movie, it's so hard because I've already seen the movie and the visuals of Force Awakens are a large part of the story. Yeah, that's true. So when you're just literally talking through what happened on, on film, it's like it. it uh, what I'm trying to say is, it dragged on. Yeah. I felt like I was sitting there, and it was like 17 hours. I could be making that up, <laughs> but it was it was it was extra long. I just really felt like I could zone out for two hours straight, and I could still know exactly where we are. Right. Well, um, yeah, because you're falling back on like the memory of it, but you may have missed some little tiny details, though. Yeah. But well, that's what what I'm gonna get into. So the there were some very small things that they added that was like, oh shit, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Um. But there was like small scenes of Leia being a general and like strategizing about different stuff mm-hmm. earlier in the like timeline in the film. But it was like that. Okay, I know she's doing that. She's a general, but like those added scenes in the book, we don't know if if Snoke's gonna be doing this. It's like no one fucking cares. Some of us Just, care. Well, you're right. But <laughs> well, if I feel, I'm one that I, I, I don't. No, I understand. I feel, I haven't read that or eight yet. That's they're on my list. But I feel like those books are for us. Those books are for Star Wars fans that you know have theorized about the movies and watched it twenty times and dissected it and like it just gives you more more insight into what happens on screen. Yeah, um, and there were small extra things like how Poe got off of uh, Jakku. Um, oh yeah, I would love to. I would love to hear about that. It it didn't add anything. Really? Yeah, like a a junker found him and then like helped him out because Poe was an ex- excellent driver or flyer or what? Like it was. It's like all <laughs> I'm right. a driver. I'm a flyer. I'm a flyer. <laughs> I I cringed at that. I'm not gonna lie about that in Solo. That's like one of the only cringe moments in that movie. So when he says I'm a flyer, no, you bitch, I'm you're a flyer. A flyer. A flyer, like a yeah, there's a promotion going on. You're passing them out. What the fuck happened? So that was DJ oh. night in Lady Proxima's nightclub. It's happening. Fifty <laughs> percent off cover charge tonight, bitch. Um, Bring your coaxium, motherfuckers. 
Bring your coaxium. <laughs> Droids get get in free. We do serve their kind. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. There the, the stuff that they added. A lot of it just didn't. Like it was interesting, but it didn't add to the story. Like how Poe hmm. got off. Um, it didn't. Like if you're gonna do that, make something happen where you're adding to the character. Like put them in a situation. Uh, like uh, basically, they outran another trader, and the guy was like, "Dude, that was awesome flying. I'm, I'll help you out." I was like, <laughs> <Great>. "Okay, <laughs> seriously." Um, but there was another small one where, when they were on Maz's castle on Takadana, yeah, and they were inside. Ankar Plut does catch up to her, and she pulls the gun out. Oh, you were saying this last episode, yeah. And she tries to shoot him. Right. I was like, oh, she like legitimately wanted to kill this fucker. Like, yeah. that's badass. Yeah. And yeah. then further on, uh, the, the other major one was on Starkiller Base when Kylo and Rey are fighting. Yeah. Uh, she finally has him like pinned to the ground and she's like contemplating. Or, you know, she's just going in her own mind like, I can't do this. Right. She actually hears Snoke. Snoke gets into her head and, and Snoke tells her to kill Kylo. Dude, I was that's like, what? so crazy. Yeah. Like, I feel like they should have left that in the movie. That would have been a little too weird, though. Because we didn't even hear Snoke and Kylo's head back then. Like, that probably would have been No, but it would have been a perfect, like, seed planter. Like, like, she may not even know who it is. You just hear, like, some some voice come in from background, just like, kill him. Do it. Oh, what? Yeah. Who just said that? Yeah, that brings so the whole thing that you said about like her point that got an Ankar plot that brings such a more um, like dimension to Ray's character. Like at the end of the day, yeah, kind of like Solo. I think that's why she like bonds with Solo at the beginning. Like she's a good person, but she has to survive. She's been surviving her entire life. So when motherfucking Ankar plot shows up, she's about to cap him in the face because she knows she needs to get the hell away from him. And she's a good person, but she's willing to do that to keep surviving, which is, I think it's pretty cool. Cool to see. Luke would never but do it, something it, like it's that. It's kind of counterproductive, though, because she's trying to go back to Jakku. Yeah, that's very true. I guess she probably needs him, like, out of the way, though, in order for her to come back and not be, like, captured again. She's just going to go back and take over for him. I run this bitch, <laughs> and I got all these portions. Everyone's and... getting eight portions each, motherfucker. <laughs> Portion, she's going to be the Oprah of Jakku. Portions for everybody. It's happy like, hour on Kelvin Ridge right now, everybody's free portions all night. Goes on Badlands party. We're going to do a kegger and it goes on Badlands. Yeah, dude, that Snoke yep. stuff in her head is like, that's crazy to hear. That's fucking, that makes, I, 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 I know I'm repeating myself, but I'm going to say it anyways. I've been wondering about Snoke, what he comes from, how he was trained, what his power is for a while. And that, hearing that just makes me so happy. Snoke is a badass and I'm very excited to hear more about him. Yeah. Um, there was one other thing. Oh, the show off or the showdown the smoke down showdown of between Kylo and Han Solo on that bridge on Starkiller Base when he kills him their banter back and forth was actually extra good in the in the audiobook um yeah because it gets to go a lot longer you know yeah there's there's a little more uh back and forth between them um, but the way it, it makes him sound, uh, Kylo was toying with Han the whole time. Really? That's what it made the. That's what the audiobook made it made it sound like. Where he's like, oh, "I'm getting 
pulled to the light, or, I, or what does he say? I, I I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the power to do it, yeah. or whatever the he says. To do it. Yeah, yeah. He says that, and then he shoves it into his dad and kill, like stabs him. Yeah. And then he just says thank you. Yeah. And then like walks the fuck away, like laughing. <laughs> like fucking savage. This dude just fucked everything up. We got to hear more and about was, him as a kid, though. Like what happened back in the day to make him to make him like that. Why did Han and Leia break up? Why did they have I'm more than one kid? I'm interested in that. Yeah. I want to know what happened between, between them because I feel like that was... That's what happened. Like, they got yeah. a divorce and then Kylo went off the rails because mom and dad hate each other. Or he was going off the rails and then they got a divorce because of it. I would like to see... So, I know this is a little cliche. And I, I, w- I would like to see a story where, like, Kira comes back in the mix and I don't want it to come off like, you know, Han is a scumbag and he would, like, cheat on Leia with Kira. But... You've seen the storyline in, in shows or movies before is like the other woman comes back around and just causes problems. Like Kira could come back into Han's life and just like throw shit upside down. Not that like Han cheats on Leia with her or anything, but the fact that she's there and like, you know, trying to befriend Leia or like learn about what Han's doing now or like his kid or something. I feel like that could drive a wrench between their marriage. Well, but in the movie, they talk about uh, Snoke turned him to the dark side, and we both went back to what we know. He went back to smuggling, and she went back to diplomating. Diplomat- um, diplomatizing. I, I guess <laughs> that's true. I feel like there could be... That's a very throwaway line, though. It's like That's not very descriptive. I feel like there could be more to that than Snoke was the one that turned, turned our son to the dark side. God, I can't stand that line. Yeah, that is a cringy line. Um... <laughs> God, there was something other, small thing, and I think it was in dialogue. I'll have to, I'll let you know if I think about it. George R. Banks pops back up? Nope, <laughs> that's not it. Uh, um, we do have a few things as far as news goes. Um, let's reel those off, and then we can dive into a few of them. So, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, she's around. She's here <laughs> for the long haul. She's still here. She's not going anywhere. She wasn't fired, despite what you may have heard on YouTube. Um, we have some leaked photos from the set of John Favreau's series has mm-hmm. popped up. And then the other thing is uh, an extended teaser trailer for Star Wars Resistance came out recently. And that airs in one week. So that's coming up pretty quick. So, oh, geez. I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah, it's the 7th or the 14th. I think it's, I think it's next week, next Sunday at 10. Like, what? Are kids awake at 10? Maybe they're, maybe they're subtly saying that it's not for kids, it's for us. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, but yeah, so that, that extended trailer, we saw you know some more shots of Poe. Um, Leia looked really cool. General Leia animated. Uh, Starkiller base with the First Order Star Destroyers flying around. Yeah. A lot of very cool shots. A Trandoshan, I think, which is it Bosk? Is it not? Could just be a cool oh, yeah, Trandoshan. I assume. I assume it was Bosk. Yeah? He was wearing boss stuff, yeah. Was he really? I thought so. Oh, I didn't notice his clothes. I need to go back and look at that. But there's, there's a lot of cool I'm looking stuff it up right now. Like a lot of species. There's like a Duros on the Resistance side and everything. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm a fan of the art style, and I, I think there's a lot to, to fill in in this pre-Episode 7 timeline. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not finding anything. I searched boss Resistance, and it's, it's not coming up. So maybe it was just a... As Kerner says, them um, Trandoshans. The Trandoshans. Um, the Trandoshans. Well, I mean, if you think about it, he'd be as old as Han by then. 
or if not older. I don't know how old yeah, Trandoshans live if it's like Wookiees where exactly. they can be 300. Yeah. See, I've, I have a feeling that in the Star Wars universe, most of the other sentient beings live longer than humans. But like some even of them just like a Duros. That'd be cool. That it, you're just constantly like every week there you have a, a guy that like lays an egg and there's a new him. There could be something crazy like that. Like, if you think about, uh, like, some bugs, they hatch, they live, like, a week, and they reproduce, and then they die. Like, what if there was a sentient species that did the same thing? <laughs> like, a bunch of seven-day-old people come into the Senate to talk about matters, and then they, ha- then they pass out and fucking die in the streets of Coruscant. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, there should be, like, a cicada uh, yeah. species. <laughs> It's or just every 17 years they show up, fuck things up, <laughs> drink out everybody's beer, and then die. What if drink everybody's beer? What if that's how the tran, uh, the tra- I almost said tran- transcendence, the, uh, the Geonosians, I wonder how long they live. Those bugs, they hatch and fucking eight feet tall, shoot green lasers at clones, and then keel over and die. I always thought their weaponry was super interesting. It looked like, uh, like audio waves. Yeah, like yeah. Sonic waves There's or actually like that. Uh, the, the uh, rollerblading black dude from uh, Overwatch. <laughs> he like shoots speaker waves. It's like sound waves to bad people. It's not his name, his name is not Rufio, is it? Uh, I think it is. Or, no, is it's it not Julio? Rufio. It's like Rufio, Lucio, Lucio, Lucino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just reminded me of uh, Rufio. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, so I uh, about Resistance. As soon as I saw the first teaser, I was a big fan of the animation. I'm really looking forward to it, getting more information about this pre-Episode 7 stuff. Um, My excitement has gone up from this trailer, if anything. So I'm very happy for that. Do you have any... Are you geeked for it? I know you're, like, kind of indifferent about it. Um, uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm excited for it. To be fair, I got to get through uh, Rebels first. Yeah. (laughs) So... uh, And it was... It was obviously, like, kid kid friendly like there's that's yeah. the whole point of it um the way they they put together that like team mm-hmm. that they're training together and mm-hmm. trying to warn up each other and i'm the best pilot all this shit mm-hmm. uh you could definitely see just like a standard children's teamwork just built in the star wars universe yeah i'm okay with so that. i i just googled the geonosian uh gun and it's a geonosian sonic blaster aha it's a Powerful handheld blaster incorporating sonic wave technology. Now a good weapon for a more civilized age. A psychotic weapon for today. (laughs) (laughs) More terrible weapon for the other year. Uh, This weapon was a little longer than a meter. Oh, wow. That is like a really long gun. It's like a staff that shoots fucking choirs legends. I didn't click the cannon fucking tab. Yeah, how crazy was that? Wikipedia has two tabs, man. Fired sonic waves of energy. That's it. Oh, that was another <laughs> thing. So, Starkiller Base runs on something called Phantom Energy. That's what they were. That's what they were talking about. On how they charged up, like they used the energy of a sun. Yeah. But it was it was absorbing Phantom Energy. That's. I was like, kind of why dumb. would you include any of that? Why can't you just say? Like, it absorbs the energy of the sun. Absorbing the power of the sun is all already ridiculous. Why did you have to add this new thing called phantom energy? Okay, actually, here we go. Here we go. Okay. 
Tell me Mopar's about it. smart sometimes. I kept some notes here. Do it. I kept some notes. <laughs> so Mopar's one of them notes. was just phantom energy question mark. Like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> but yeah, note. it was weird that they had to quantify that or, you know, explain that. Yeah. It didn't add anything. You could have just said it absorbs the energy of a sun. Right. Um, the other thing about uh, Scar- Starkiller Base that I thought was weird that they mentioned it in the book. This seems like something they, sh- they should have put on Wikipedia. Uh, but I guess how the Starkiller Base fires, it uses something called sub-hyperspace. And Wait, it to fires shoot? the lasers through hyperspace to hit individual targets. I guess that makes sense because of how far away they are when they shoot. Exactly. Because even at light speed, when you're shooting an entire system, yeah. it could take hours for the lasers to get there. Yeah. Or, or even days, depending on how, how far away. So I guess th- there was a new technology called uh, sub-hyperspace that it like creates its own hyperspace lanes and shoots through those. What the hell? Yeah, I was I was super like it's it, I think that part's interesting, but the fact that they went out of the way to explain something like that, yeah, when it was just like I don't know, that's another one that they could have just left it on Wikipedia. The fact that they put it in the the audiobook, I was kind of confused. Like they went out um, of the way to explain it. You mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. And the quote was, uh, "It doesn't reach across the galaxy, but through it when it when it fires." I was huh. like, "Okay, interesting." Um, Wait, so does the, so, all right, so if it can shoot through hyperspace, then it, does it move? Because it's built into a planet, so it doesn't move, right? See, that's why I was, I don't know, because how they were charging it, again, unless there's multiple suns in that, yeah, did you not, that system. Was there no info about that in the audiobook? I don't think so. Because I remember that's one thing that we were bitching about, is like, it's dumb if the planet itself can move, but... If it doesn't move and it sucks up the sun, then it can only fire one time. Right. No, that's a good that's question. So weird. I don't know. I probably blacked out. Or when something. we have JJ on the podcast, we can have him explain it. I actually would rather not. That's true. I don't want him explaining anything. Yeah, actually, no. We talk about loss he, instead. I mean, seriously, he ruined my childhood. He ruined everything. Um, the other one uh, was super interesting. So this actually kind of blew my mind. This was another deleted scene. Well, I'll call it a deleted scene, an added scene in the audiobook. Uh, on Starkiller Base, Han Solo and Finn and Chewie are off trying to set those depth charges or the charges or whatever. Yeah. Kylo knows someone's on in their base because there's alarms going off and shit, and he finds out. So he goes out and finds the Falcon and actually boards oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a deleted scene. I was like, dude, the, f- the memories that's running through Kylo Ren right now. Like being back on the Millennium Falcon, I feel like that makes him stabbing his dad even worse. Yeah, that's savage, like, man. Yeah, it's savage. Like the, because I mean, at that point, it, it was near and dear to his heart, and he was probably being pulled back to the light. Well, and we know now from eight that he is an amazing pilot as well. So he probably learned how to fly that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. So are we sticking... I mean, I guess it makes it makes sense for Kylo. Like, he didn't want to do it, but he knew he had to in order to be fully on Snoke's side? Or was he like... Did he have some bullshit from his past with his dad that he was like, all right, motherfucker. 
See, that's what I'm kind of confused about. Because he talks a lot of shit about Han Solo, especially to Ray. Right. Like, he's not the man you think he is, yeah, all this you don't shit. Know him. But we don't know any bad things that Han did. It was Snoke clearly fucked with him. And obviously in episode eight, we see Luke attempt to kill him. Yeah. So why is he mad at his dad? Like, Well, I mean, stuff from your childhood permeates throughout the rest of your life. Yeah, you ate the last Rice Krispie treat. You told me you weren't gonna, and now I'm fucking pissed. I'll stab you in a couple years. Supposed to take me to the fucking Sabak Hall of Fame. Sabak Hall of Fame. (laughs) Damn it, Dad. Damn it. Mumbo Jumbo. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm gonna be a broken record once again, but that time period of Snoke seducing Kylo, what happened to Kylo to make him turn... How strong is Snoke in order to be able to turn him? Like, that is so interesting to me. I really hope we get something about that. Kyle as like, an adolescent teenager age or something like that. Well, I'm sure what uh, some of the patrons are screaming are, uh, fucking read Bloodlines or Bloodline. Because I think a lot of that stuff's in that, in that book. Well, luckily, Utini has sent me everything I could ever wish for, so. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's time to catch up. I got three Star Wars books and a back rub. This is great. <laughs> a digital back rub. <laughs> digital back rub. That's yeah, cool, man. man. Yeah, I'm going to have to work my way through that. We have a we do have this drive home on uh, on Tuesday, so maybe I will sync up an audiobook and I think some of them are like around 8 hours long, so that could be potentially perfect. Yeah, yeah. And so what I did was I, I finished the Force Awakens on the way there. So I bought uh, the Witcher audiobook, and I mentioned that on the Patreon call uh, for the ride back. And I think it was—it's like under ten hours or just under ten hours. So um, I got—I got a big chunk of that out of the way. Nice. Um, I wanted something just different. Noise. So, um, yeah, I'm getting into that. I've never played a Witcher game. I've watched Butterclone play it. It looks fucking awesome. I've heard nothing but good things. So I figured uh, I'll just uh, double down and. <laughs> Well, I guess it's not doubling down if you only got one thing, right? If you had got the game and the audiobook, that would have, you know. You're very, you're very right. <laughs> Party on. Sorry, I made too much sense for this podcast. I'm going to step out. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have another beer. No, I do. Uh, does, our buddy Dustin, we mentioned every once in a while, DNR, our childhood friends. Uh, he always yells at me because I'm a big Dark Souls fan. He's like, yeah, like if you like Dark Souls, you would love The Witcher. You need to do it. It's like voted the best game of all time. The Witcher 3, at least, was like <laughs> literally voted like the highest rated game of all time. I was like, yeah, yeah I was just looking into it. Witcher 3, I think, was very. That's the one. <laughs> oh, and the uh, movie's coming out. They announced that too. And Henry Cavill, aka Superman, is playing the main dude from The Witcher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. The Witcher 3. So I just Googled it real quick. Uh, the worst sc- score it has out of like three different. Websites is a 92%. Yeah. Steam gives it a 10 out of 10. GameSpot gave it a 93%. Wow. So and that's already three years old, over three years old. It's so funny. I know you mentioned this a long time ago. Maybe we were talking about like the Dark Tower when it came out or something like that. But you mentioned like how rare it is when somebody actually gives something like a 10 out of 10 or like a 100. It's like, yeah. it doesn't matter how good it is when the scale is like out of a hundred or like a percentage or something like that, it's like subconsciously you can never give it a hundred percent. Yeah. Cause even there's no though, such thing as a perfect game. Well, I mean, even though like if the Witcher three is that good, like, is it a perfect game? Is it a hundred percent? 
I'd give KOTOR 100%. 125%. For <laughs> how bad that game is. That's it has hilarious. everything. It has, it has great gameplay, great story, great glitches. It's like the best game. Yeah, even when it fucks up, you're like, oh, this is entertaining. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> my, guy, my guy's head won't load. <laughs> I might say... I know this is a, this is a way tan a tangent right now, but like I would say, as far as like a universe and a franchise goes, like Mass Effect is up there for me. Oh, absolutely! Like not picking up like a specific game, but like from a, a whole, from an overall story like universe thing. Like Elder Scrolls is obviously huge, but like Mass Effect, that trilogy is like, boom. They also played very well off of the third person, but still first person shooter. Yeah. Like that mesh and the abilities that you can work around and work with. Yeah. Plus, obviously, the RPG aspects. I mean, you can make your own character. and So it, it, it just offers so much. Yeah. It blended so many different things. And like the powers were like borderline force powers in some cases. Yeah. And it's like space travel, sci-fi, great story. Uh, yeah. It's like everything that we wanted to put together. Boobs. Lots of boobs. A lot alien of alien, boobs, alien yeah, cleavage. Boobs. There was a lot of fucking cleavage in that game, and every chick much. was just stacked. I know it's unfortunate, <laughs> but also amazing. We know we know what uh, Drew Carpishan's history on his fucking <laughs> chrome on his <laughs> Jesus. big tits blue. Okay. <laughs> oh, I hope he's listening right now. I hope he's not. Um, Kerner, if you never played Mass Effect, now is the time. It is, and actually. Because Battlefront 2 has been even more of a letdown yeah. after they updated it and fixed it, dude, I'm I'm the only reason I try to still log in and play is for the Starfighter Assault. I don't want to play anything else. I guess we should talk about that too. So um, we recorded with Greedo last episode last Sunday, and then Tuesday they updated the game with the squad system, quote unquote squad system release yeah. for us Xbox players. Now, when you open the game, you're disconnected, and when you try to connect, the game freezes for like three minutes. It says you can't connect, and then you try to connect again, and it freezes for like three minutes again. I have not been able to connect. Uh, I know Nelson said, and Mikey Juan Kenobi said that they both got on, but I was never... I tried like three times in a row. I never connected. Yep. Uh, no, I'm the same way. I tried doing the right stick down connect and it, yeah. it said no and then there was actually a, like a selection with Darth Maul's face like connect to the internet so I slid over and selected that and it did the same thing yeah. it froze um, and then said uh uh yeah yeah and I so I haven't been able to play it unfortunately um, I did watch some live streams and some gameplay when it came out uh, mostly some PC gamers like I think Greedo did a uh, like a live stream with uh, Star Wars Explained and Battlefront updates, which is pretty cool to watch. So they've been playing it, and I watched it, and it's it's definitely better from what I've seen. I haven't played it, obviously, but it's definitely better than what we had. Um, you know, like if you're in the middle of a firefight, you die. You don't have to start all the way back and then run into the battle again. You can just spawn on somebody who's there. Uh, so it's better, but I don't know if it like prioritizes groups. Nope. Like, if there's four of you in a group and you join a game, you might not all be in the same squad, which is totally random. Yep. It's... I don't know why. There's just small details like that. Like, why would that be it's a part of It's not even small build? details. That is standard Sorry. gaming. There are very simple, basic yes. game building, game developing things that, like, why would that ever be a thing? If you can matchmake, you should all be part of the same squad. 
Like, okay, I can spawn on someone and it does save me a couple minutes of running into the battle. But when I can spawn on them and then there's no, I can't affect the people around me at all. Yeah. So when I'm running as a squad, I can't heal them. I can't right. give them ammo. I can't support them in any other way. It's literally just, well, I guess there's, there's like the special ones where you can like throw down a shield. Sure. So, so like in a very minimal way, but that everybody can use that. It's not specific to your squad. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. You, you just spent all of this fucking marketing and media and ads about this great update and all this shit. And this is what you gave us spawn on this guy. Well, you can't really though, but if you want to, <sighs> And then we find out that, uh, so I think Obi-Wan is in, or no, Grievous is in October, which means Obi-Wan is either end of October or in November. Remember, these things were originally supposed to be like end of summer. Now we're in fall. Geonosis is supposed to be December. I guarantee that probably gets pushed back. Like, it's just outrageous. It's not good. Yeah, it's so really we're, we're not good. And quite a while. We keep hearing leaks of Disney possibly vetting out different companies for... Uh, the future of their gaming, which they... They need to. I can't believe they haven't just said, fuck this. You you guys continue on with all the updates or whatever on Battlefront. Outside of that, you're done. Yeah. They just need to cut it up. Yeah. Yeah, there's just... There's too many types of video games out there for them to narrow in first on EA. And as we've seen from EA, narrow in on the shooter thing. Yep. Like, there could be... You know how popular that game Hearthstone is? That card game from Blizzard? Like, playing card game? Mm-hmm. Like, there could be a Sabak video game like that. Something small by some small dev studio that isn't, like, some epic AAA game that needs to be played by tens of millions of people. And then mm-hmm. you could have a giant Battlefront 3 made by Blizzard. And then you could have a Skyrim-style RPG made by Bethesda. Like, there's just way too many options for them to have two games in two years. Two games in three years, excuse me. Well, I'll, I'll even add uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes because mm-hmm. like, that's an EA game, even though it's a, a mobile game. Um, but that one I know is very popular. That's, if they had that, put like, that much effort into console stuff. Exactly. Dude, What they, they could release Galaxy of Heroes as a console game. Yeah. Just make the graphics a lot better. Yeah. And like add a bunch more shit. Yeah, make it like a it's Final really Fantasy not that thing. hard. Yeah. EA. They could easily sell that for like twenty bucks. Let, let me send like, you my my uh, my resume. <laughs> Drinks beer Best podcast. Idea. Has great ideas. That's it. <laughs> great ideas and and decent hair. Like, that's what I bring to the table. <laughs> I'm set. I'm <sighs> set. Yeah. Well, so this, that, so uh, that's frustrating. This employment is formed. Um. We did find out that Kathleen Kennedy is uh, sticking around. She got renewed her. So w- did it say that like she renewed her contract? They like re-upped, I guess, re-upped her contract uh, for another additional three years, yeah, which we I were mean, talking I... is about a, a movie and a half. Obviously, she controls the whole thing, but in right. the long run, three years is not that long. <laughs> no. In the long run, it's not that long. Okay. In the short run, it's a decent amount of time, but in the long run... Well, I mean, we've we've just finished phase one of Marvel. It's been ten years. Doesn't seem wow. like it's like it does not seem that long sometimes. So three years for Kathleen to be running Star Wars shit, like it's not as crazy as it seems. But 
if you've heard the rumors like we've heard the rumors and videos and everything else, like, oh, she's fired. Oh, eight, eight. last shot I failed, so Kathleen Kennedy's canned. Obviously, that's not the case. They know what they're doing. They're, they're driving forward with exactly what they planned out and what they wanted to do, making a few tweaks here and there. But, I mean, she's still running the show, man. And I'm cool with that. Uh, I'm very cool with that. It says, uh, the, the quote is, Chief Kathleen Kennedy's Lucasfilm deal extended for three years. Uh, and it says in quotes, exclusive. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So that honestly, it feels like a, uh, a, a like another test run. Yeah. Like three years is that short. If they would have done some something more like five, I would have been, I would have felt more like they're they're all in on her. Like let's just ride this out. Hmm. Three years means let's see what nine does, and if it if it doesn't hit, then we we might have to look elsewhere. That's what that feels like. To That's me. a good point. Yeah, I could I could say I could or I could see that. Excuse me, um, especially with Bob. Announcing, I say Bob like I know the guy. Yo, Bob, I heard about you slowing down Star Wars stuff. He sent us a decent email. <laughs> he did, yeah. Um, but with him announcing that thing where they're like, maybe we were a little too uh, aggressive with the releases. We're going to slow things down a little bit, but we're definitely not going to stop. That could be part of it, too. This yeah. is like, here's three more years. Let's play it by year, see what happens. Oh, yeah. I'm excited, though, man. I'm really looking forward to, and we can talk about this next little thing on the list, is the set leaks from Favreau's uh, TV series. I'm just excited for what Star Wars has to offer. Even if they are slowing down like movie production, once the streaming service hits next year, I feel like, I feel like we have a lot of content to look forward to. Um, but so some sets were leaked. Some, uh, if you are like sensitive to this and don't want to have any spoiler potentials, for anything, maybe skip ahead a few minutes, but um, there were some photos, and it looked like the set was built on Tatooine. It just looked like typical Tatooine, oh, absolutely. city, a something like that. Yeah, everything's kind of that beige color. Um, you see moisture evaporators. Mm -hmm. You see there's a Ford Transit in the back. There we go. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just kind of a simple no. set. It, it looks like it's it may be like a courtyard yeah. on Tatooine in a city. Yeah. Um, but it's actually kind of cool to see the backs of the sets where it's just flat. Like, yeah. It's cool how they make it look that good. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, there's, I mean, there's not much to say. It's pretty much the same shot. I mean, there's like 20 photos, but it's all the same thing. Um, so, are we going back to Tatooine? Is it Jakku? I would assume it's Tatooine. You gotta do do it back on Tatooine. Well, especially if it's like a side. Like, there's no no nothing about the storyline, is there? I don't think so. We just know that it's eight years after A New Hope, which is about three years after Return of the Jedi. So, but think about this. So, I haven't read Aftermath yet, but I do know that the Empire and after playing Battlefront too, the Empire stuff ends at the Battle of Jakku, which should be around that time. So it's possible that this might be Jakku. Uh, but from a storyline perspective, like we could be, dude, we could be picking up the end of the, like the rebellion and the empire. Like, are we gonna have? I don't know. My brain's buzzing right now. They're not gonna throw fucking Luke Skywalker in the mix and everything. But uh, I don't know. I'm all over the place right now. My mind's all over the place. They really could do some some cool stuff, especially with uh, 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 was it Crimson Crimson Dawn. 
mm-hmm. um, if they start vetting that out, yeah. Well, no, he's dead. He's dead by then. Maul, Maul is. is I'm but thinking that doesn't mean that the whole the whole criminal underworld thing. I I'm intrigued by because it's sitting in the background of all of these storylines. Like it's yeah. not stopping. It doesn't matter to them who's in control of the Republic and who's running the galaxy. Like they're still fucking running drugs and whatever the fuck they want. Like it's it's still growing and and thriving. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I hear you. It's it's interesting. And I I was even gonna suggest Java, but obviously Java's dead yeah. by then. By that point, yeah. Oh, that was one thing about resistance too. A quick side note is that they did mention like um, I don't know if they said gangs or criminals or underworld or pirates or something like that, but there is going to be a little bit of that sprinkled into uh, resistance, so that should be exciting too. That's probably what that Tranchodan was. Tranchodan, I hate you. (laughs) Kerner's a cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody learns anything on this podcast, it's that Kerner is a cartoon and he's real. (laughs) There should be a cartoon about his life. I I want to see him animated. Just walking around and like saying, I could just very, see his uh, face with his eyebrows up. It's just, <laughs> I, I roll the dice. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a savage. <laughs> what can I say? Just saying obtuse things to women and getting smacked in the face. Dude, my, my grandmother dug his grave last time. <laughs> he said, Look, I like rolling the dice. And my grandma looks, looks over and goes, it looks like you've already rolled the dice, and we all just <laughs> fucking cracked up. Like, Jesus. So simple, but hilarious. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm excited. The, the Trevro, I think, could be... Or Favreau, right? Favreau, yeah. Um, that could be big. Yeah. It, it really could. This could be what we're looking for. Yes. I think so. Potentials are there. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Live action show is rumored to be about Mandalorians after the fall of the Empire. Whoa. They are kind of pushing that Mandalorian thing, at least from throughout Rebels. This is on uh, making Star Wars, which is our favorite thing. Yes. Best friends with but, those guys. And but, uh, Androids. And familiar locations like Mandalore and Tatooine. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to read too much into the set. I think it's cool. It looks cool. Uh, it'd be cool if it's Tatooine. I don't want to read too much into it because, like, I never want to say that I don't want a familiar scene in a new Star Wars movie. Because I feel like we they can give us a bunch of brand new shit, but one planet or something that ties us back into the rest of the storyline. Like, you can start mm-hmm. us off on Tatooine and then go to four brand new planets that we've never seen before. But having that tie back to the other stories, I think, is, is good. Especially for like, a brand new project like that. Yeah. So, we'll see. I'm excited. I, I need to finish Rebels I so I can like f- finish the rest of that Mandalorian uh, storyline and see what's going to happen. And then that's supposed to be uh, play a part in the um, the final season of the Clone Wars too, the Fall of Mandalore or the Siege of Mandalore. Excuse me. So interesting. Gradually, like putting those little pieces out there, and then all of a sudden, Fabro's show drops, and it's all about Mandalorians. That'd be fucking sweet. Could be cool. Could be. Could be. You never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be a crackhead. (laughs) Got hold to the wrong death six. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, man. 
Well, guys. All right. I think Short since episode. we're in, yeah, I think since we're in uh, completely different locations, this will be a, a nice short and sweet get in your ear holes, talk about some beer that we had, and uh, that'll be all the rest of it. Awesome. Retransmit what you drank tonight. Uh, Pilsner. <laughs> Rock Mill Brewery. Uh, Belgian inspired. Inspired. Belgian impaled. Yeah, it's just called their, their Pilsner. Definitely a two out of three. I didn't really talk too much about it. It's got uh, a white label and kind of dark purple... Uh, lettering, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I thought it was blue to be to begin with, but when you put it in the light, it's like a deep purple. Um, deep purple. Oh, Smoke oh, oh. on the water. Is that the? <laughs> 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 that was bad. Um, yeah. So two out of three. Uh, I'm happy with it. It's very. There was like I'm sorry, but there was like no pitch to what you sang. You just like croaked out the the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, that was the point. <laughs> Deep purple. It was yeah, decent beer. Um, I'm actually have to like go check them out. I've never heard of them. Yeah. That's why I was uh, I was grabbed this so quickly at the local local uh, large parrot and um, <laughs> yeah, the medium. I didn't sparrow. realize they were local, so I'm gonna have to go check them out. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, we we should do like a beer tour of Ohio because there's a lot in Columbus, but there's also a lot like. Homestead, I know we've had their beer before, but they're all the way out in like Newark. Yeah. So like doing like a little tour of some breweries in Ohio might be kind of cool. Um, and I had the Five Burrows IPA, very fucking standard in a good way. Three stars, exactly what you want from an IPA, and nothing more, nothing less. And that's what it was. That's the gist of it. All it was and never will be. <laughs> Please Holy stop shit. with the gist of it. God damn. Hey, what do you want? Is that it? Episode one, uh, 162? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to shut this shit off. Wackety. Yeah. Yeah. Battlefield 4 is the greatest game of all uh, time. Greatest game ever made by humans. It's up there. <laughs>